Hello and welcome to this podcast on febrile neutropenia. My name is Muhammad Farid Jabir and I am an FI1 doctor currently working at the Trent Foundation School. I recently completed my oncology rotation and I thought I'd best do a, pres- a few presentations on managing oncological emergencies. This is first of four presentations on oncological emergency with uh, the other three being malignant spinal cord compression, superior vena cava obstruction, and malignant hypercalcemia. This presentation will be primarily looking at febrile neutropenia. The criteria for fulfillment of febrile neutropenia would be any patient where there is reasonable suspicion of neutropenia, that is chemotherapy within the previous four weeks and a demonstrable fever or good history of fever detected by the patient prior to admission. And these patients should be suspected of suffering from febrile neutropenia and treatment with broad spectrum antibiotics should be initiated. What usually happens with these patients is that they receive their chemotherapy and I advise to sort of uh, check their temperatures once at home and once they sort of develop sort of uh, symptoms of fever and have a temperature reading of about 38 they call in direct into the oncological department and get admitted and admission they might be asymptomatic or even suffer from a temperature the degree and duration of neutropenia are predictors for developing sepsis and if they are not neutropenic on admission, they are highly at risk of developing neutropenia after they've developed their, uh, after they've had their chemotherapy. Uh, urgent blood samples sent off would show an absolute neutrophil count under 1 into 10 to the power 9 per liter of neutrophils. And patient would then hence fall into the category of febrile neutropenia. As mentioned earlier, fever often with other signs of infection, that is, infective signs uh, would be highly suspicious of neutropenia. The reason by why they become neutropenic is because of the chemotherapy that they received previously, which is myelosuppressive. Hence, patients are highly unlikely to sort of raise their neutrophil counts if an uh, infective episode arises. And these patients with febrile neutropenia are treated with broad-spectrum antibiotics till their neutrophil count has recovered, their signs and symptoms have abated, as well as sepsis. Clinical assessment for localizing the cause of the infection would be uh, looking at looking out for oropharyngeal infections, such as uh, looking out for symptoms such as sore throat, flu-like symptoms chest infection would present as cough, productive sputum, and the patient might also be short of breath. Uh, the patient might also have a central or a peripheral line infection. The reason that they have this peripheral access is due to poor IV access. And because of their chemotherapy regime going on for weeks on end, uh, certain patients would have a peripheral line inserted for their chemo regimes. Certain patients would also present with diarrhea and abdominal pain and this diarrhea could be a possible side effect of the chemotherapy regime that they've been on. Patients might also present with UTIs 
and Eurosepsis. Investigations, the investigations are basically the same investigations for sepsis. Bloods, um, including routine bloods such as FPC, USNase, LFT, CRPA, and lactate. Blood cultures prior to giving antibiotics on presentation into hospital. Chest X-ray to rule out any consolidative changes on the chest. Swabs to rule out viral infections of the oropharynx. Sputum samples if the patient is bringing up any sputum. Stool samples if diarrhea is persistent. Coming back to the main message in this presentation, patients with suspected neutropenic sepsis must be assessed, cultures taken, and antibiotic therapy started within one hour of admission. Treatment must therefore be started before blood results are known. A brief history can be taken just to establish that the patient fulfills criteria for treatment prior to commencing antibiotics. Blood cultures should be taken prior to antibiotics being initiated. Um, as mentioned before, management involves antibiotics given within one hour. There is the presence of peripheral lines such as a PIC line or Hickman line. Consider second line antibiotics such as vancomycin. The reason for vancomycin is primarily cramp positive sepsis is associated with peripheral lines. And gentamicin could be considered if the patient is not responsive after 48 hours of treatment with antibiotics or still in a state of shock. And that's about it for this podcast on febrile neutropenia. We covered through the criteria for treatment and the criteria the patient should fulfill before being diagnosed with febrile neutropenia, looking out for the symptoms to localize the cause of the infection and the investigation and management of febrile neutropenia. That's about it. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.